Hey everyone, and welcome to our ninth ever episode of the Lagging Behind podcast. I am back in the hosting chair. I am Squiggy, and I am joined as usual by Salazo and Laura. Hello, you two fantastical people. Welcome Hello. back. Whoop, whoop. I just want to put a few things straight from last week. Firstly, two weeks. <laughs> two weeks, thank you. From two weeks ago. Cricket is a very complex and good sport. And Laura and Slezo besmirched the name of that sport. And I what? can nah, only apologize. Nah, no, hold on. We, I've got nothing against cricket. Cricket's fine, if you like that. But um, <laughs> we, we, were, we were slamming cricket games, not, yeah. not cricket sport. And oh, Cricket games are quite fun, you know. For cricket fans. And well, B, yeah. uh, I filled that podcast with cricket puns, cricket enthusiasts everywhere. All six of them would have loved, okay? So. <laughs> wow. Was that six a pun as well? Because a six and... Yeah, it was. Not... Yeah, yeah, okay. It was. I, was. I was trying to be really smart, and I think it came across. Thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Actually, I've, I don't want to spoil it, but the next free stuff game is Ashes Cricket. It's no. on Game Pass. And it's leaving Game Pass. I know, I saw that. So, I was devastated. No. If you're listening to this now and, and you want to go play some cricket game quickly, I'll yeah, get, get on it quickly. It might, actually, it might be gone by now because we are lagging behind. Yeah. Which is a great segue. We are lagging behind. The only podcast which is lagging behind, apart from other podcasters which are lagging behind. Uh, we come to you every two weeks on a Tuesday at 9 a.m. on all good, po- good podcasting services such as Apple and Spotify. And you can also find us on Anchor FM. You can find us on our Twitter, which is at Behind Lagging. And I got it right this time. First time. First time for everything. Um, so yeah, how, how are you both this lovely this lovely evening as we record this podcast? Hot. Hey. <laughs> it's really sunny. Not rehearsed. Um, yeah, and we're boiling and melting. We might not make it to the next one if the weather doesn't. It's, we it's a lovely it. day, and if I could open my window, it would be great. But there's scaffolding one inch outside of it. So. Yeah, I honestly wanted him to talk slower so I could interrupt. He couldn't open his window because he's in prison, but he spoke really <laughs> Might as well be. It's not actually that warm here. Like, my Amazon Alexa said it was 30 degrees when I came back in the house, and I'm like, it is not 30 degrees. Not at all. I mean, that's probably a standing temperature more than... Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it's been... Like, don't get me wrong, It's not. it wasn't as bad as the heat wave we had a month or two ago. It's not unbearably hot yet, but if it keeps going up, then... Right, yeah. right. Well, it's supposed to come crashing down again tomorrow, so... Oh, hell yeah. We can rejoice while we play our games indoors. Or go outside with your Switch. I mean, I know you we're not behind, but the You can do that, yeah. That's now. true, the Switch has been out, yeah. But uh, speaking of playing games, I think this is a perfect time to talk about what we've been playing over the past couple of weeks. Um, Slizzo, we'll start with you, because as per usual, you are top of my list, because I don't edit that part of it. Yeah. This will be ultra quick, because I've barely played anything. God, or more I'll accurately, I've rely played... on you for the content. I've played games, just more specifically, like, one game, mostly. So, uh, I've been making my way through Final Fantasy VII Remake, so I think last time we recorded, I was, like, somewhere in Chapter 9. Uh, I'm now all the way up to Chapter 16. Um, yay, pacing. And, yeah, it's it's been it's been a journey. I'm not going to go into spoilers or anything, but it's um it's been fun, yeah. Like, it's still... Fuck, I'm trying to remember what happens in that. Like, the, um, the cross... The cross-dressing bit and all that, which everyone was worried in development whether it would get cut or not. No, no, that was in there in full force and everything, so that was that was good fun. And then the pacing kind of starts to vary erratically for the chapters that follow it. You've got some very quick ones, and then there's the big event at the end of chapter 12, and you have kind of chapter 13 is the aftermath of that, and then chapter 14 is like, 
So we've had this massive event, but do you want to just go help people out on the street for the next five hours? That'll be good. It's like, what? No, no. what? I want to, we're at the point now where I want to go kick ass and go to the finale. Why am I being dragged around looking for Joker bows? But yeah, otherwise, it's I'm having fun with that. Um, and that's that's pretty much it, because everything else I've played is either a visual novel or a gacha game. So unless you want to hear me talk about anime-style things, then that's me done. So Lazo, you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Oh, sweet. Game, so how can I? No. Yeah, no. I play visual novels. Summer events are in live in Gacha now. So, woo, so many things to do. So little time. Going to get myself Jolta. Woo, woo. There you go. Well, that was, that was very short and sweet. I wasn't <laughs> expecting to be that short, to be honest. Um, Laura, can you top that? I can. I can save the day score. You don't you worry. Thank so, you. Uh, I have played um gears of war 5 um what it's all the new content and i've got all the new characters with all the new um ranking system i want to get silver rank i've got to keep playing games i've actually won a few made friends with someone and i was like you've carried me there bro and he was like no we carried each other and i was like that's the sweetest xbox messages i've ever got um yeah so congratulations on your engagement thank you um (laughs) one invite to the wedding they've got the new they put checkouts back in which is map i always loved um how's yeah, check out or blood drive i think i might have added both anyway not the point then they've got a new map called overdrive which i did horde frenzy on it was amazing chaotic and generally like having such a tiny map but having 12 ra- waves with warden uh, appearing a couple of times oh it's manic and i recommend you play it awesome nice enthusiasm there so i've enjoyed gears yeah with gears with new content and stuff i have also obviously been playing the game that i can't talk about um next week the week after next, next Next I mean, episode. two weeks, but yes. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I've been playing that. Um, I've also played... I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm i just trying... I've been, I tried a bit of Overcooked 2. That was nice. um, fun. Wait, on, on your own? Or? Yeah, on my own. All right, I'm alone. <laughs> no, no, no. It's more... I, did, I didn't think you could play that game single player. Yeah, there's a story mode to play it on your own. Oh, okay. I thought it was purely multiplayer. They take that. Um, yeah, but that was... That was that was heartbreaking. Thanks for that. Um, that was fun and stuff, and I'll probably play more of it and stuff like that. But it is what you know. What I mean, it's fun. It would be fun if you had other people playing, but <laughs> is what it is. Um, I also tried State of Decay two because I don't know why it got in my head and it was on Game Pass. I did about thirty. Because 30, State of Decay three was in the recent. Yeah, pretty Xbox much. Line. So I did thirty to forty minutes of that. That was fun. The the voice acting storylines and questionable already but i mean i get to hit zombies with stuff so that's fine i've never been sure on state of decay because it's always been like one of the b-tier franchises of xbox i've never really been bothered Um, enough to try it yeah it's one i've fancied but never been that bothered about it to play it i've what i've played so far i've only done like 30 or 40 minutes but it seems all right it just see you don't it doesn't from what i played there's like you can already see what some of the weaknesses are going to be but also it's the whole zombie tiredness you know what i mean like we've all played zombie games to death I think it's what does this really add to the table or bring to right. the table? Do you know what I mean? I haven't got deep enough to tell you anything at the moment. Um, it's just kind of like at the moment, I just hit a few zombies with a baseball bat and a crowbar. Fun. Um, I also played Port the Tourist. That was just been added to Game Pass. I played the demo of that on Switch a while back and I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, game, it's really so. neat and stuff. I only did like half an hour. I've, I've just been jumping from game to game here. Sorry, Sophia. <laughs> I've, got you, I've, got, I've got, you, got you here with these games You've coming. You've done well. You've been prepared. Totally reliable delivery service I tried, which... By the way, I haven't checked this. Is that from the guy who do free fall, fall guy things coming out? No. Oh, because it's just the same sort of mechanic-y thing, and I kind of really enjoyed it. There's there's a quite a few of those kind of like 
not really in control games. Like Gang Beasts is the, probably the most famous one, and then there's other stuff. So totally reliable delivery services. I really enjoyed that. That was like the best one out of I just dabbled for an hour or so. I really enjoyed that. Um, kind of my thing. Really simple, really basic. I would play. Also played some Pro Evolution Soccer 2020. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my god. Um, Mora. It was it's one game for us, and I was did co-op with a person in this party chat. Party Maybe? chat. No. I, I, oh, I don't know. No, but um, we went online, and basically we did like the. I would say it's the pro club. I mean, it was it was the two v two. Yeah. Um, but basically, when you make a pass and it's bad, it tells you at the bottom and shames the person, which, <laughs> which is, is fun. Which is fun, and there's scores of your dribbling and passing and stuff like that. So um, I actually kind of enjoyed it. The only thing I do notice now, I do see that FIFA's trying to give you the realistic experience, which isn't necessarily a good thing. You know, pace and everything overpowers all. Whereas Pez felt arcadey and fun, like you're learning a new video game rather than yeah. Um, I think that's it. I've played this. Uh, I can't think else. I put a lot of time into Ori, and I can't really talk about how annoyed I am. Wow. That's a bit Gosh. of a spoiler. It is a li- and the thing is, I thought it was just me, because it's not my type of game, but I discussed it with someone who else who played it, and they were like, I completely see where you're coming from. So next episode, prepare for some very detailed, hard-hitting truth bombs on that game. I mean, it's, it sounds like it's going to be me v you, in opinions. <laughs> I mean... And just, and just me, like, yeah, it's, it's all right. Calm down. I got I mean, the menu. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like Squiggy, what have you been playing? How are you doing on Ori? So um, I've had internet issues. For... Oh shit! Okay. I mean, was yeah. that why you weren't here last time? Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. My internet yeah. issues were that I was in the middle of a field in front of a castle playing cricket. <laughs> that was a lo- I mean, that will affect the castle. Lovely castle. <laughs> um, so my Ori. Are you getting your eyesight tested? Or... <laughs> I, I, need, I had to wear glasses to drive there. <laughs> I didn't wear them back. So it must be fine. Must have been cured. Um, but yeah, I've not played it yet. I plan on starting it this week. I hope you plan on starting it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do plan on starting it this week. Don't you worry. I will have played it by the time it comes to two weeks' time. Don't you worry. Don't you worry about that. Um, but I've mainly been playing Warzone, which I talk about every week. I'm just. I think I'm a little bit obsessed with it. I really think you I think am. You think? I think I am. Um, I won another duos game with my friend. We hadn't. Well, he hadn't played for couple of weeks i think so we jumped on did really badly in a couple of games then about three games in we managed to win ended up with 15 kills don't know how that happened he died right at the end i got a double kill with a team with a rocket launcher which was hilarious and then heard a guy coughing coming out of the gas i just turned around and shot him and then the game was ours and we did a little celebrate i don't think we're finished outside of the uh inside of the top 50 after that so it must have been a bit of luck or oh, just really really bad i'm not sure which one um i've also played more of the last of us two I know I said the last time I wasn't really going to talk about it much until I've finished it, but that's going to take a while. I just find it so intense. I think I said this last time that you play a little bit of it and it's so intense. You need to have a break from playing it to recover from the intensity of how intense yeah, it I was. Have heard, I have heard a lot of people say that without it. And it's just like the, the bits that I played uh, before were just sort of, it wasn't really that long. I think it was only a couple hours, maybe two, three hours I spent playing it, but it was just intense, like sneaking around, getting attacked then i found the dog the dogs have been introduced finally so they can track your scent and you've got to throw things to put them off your scent so you can escape them um i just ended up molotoving the dogs by accident trying to throw things away and ended up molotoving the dogs which isn't a nice thing and you feel really bad killing the dogs as well because they let out the little whimper why why would you, you do feel it because i f- i don't think you should kill dogs but anyway burn them all <laughs> wow um laura as a dog owner do you want to say anything to that 
Slazer's not going near. My- there we go. Slazer doesn't want to go near your talk. <laughs> well, there we go. Double, double the win. But uh, yeah, it's just honestly, it's it's so good, but it's so intense. I I couldn't sit there and play it. You know, like some people play games for like it's full yeah. day straight. I couldn't do that with the last of us. I'd need to have a break. And it's just it's just proper intense, um, which is a good thing. Like it's so atmospheric. The controls work perfectly, which means you're not really thinking about like what button you need to press. It just seems to be instinctive to do it, which probably keeps you immersed in the game more which is why it comes across as probably so intense. Um, so that's pretty much that. Laura mentioned Pro Evo 2020. Um, I quite liked it. I was quite impressed with it. It wasn't, I think because I, we weren't very good at it, it probably was I, a bit more annoying. I just felt that it was a different experience. It's an experience I have to get used to, but it just... Yeah. I, just I felt, I felt more rewarded out. for scoring a goal on there as if we had to try harder to score a goal. Whereas on FIFA, you know... It's like yeah. if you get the right players on FIFA, even if this other guy is completely better than me. I was just, I, I'm off, so there's someone else we know that is a better FIFA player than me, and I beat them 2-0. Cleanly with them hitting the post, and just generally because I play better team. So that's how I felt. But yeah, but were... with Pro Evo, it just, it just felt like you had to have, like, if you had to work hard to get the goal to defend and everything. It made it more, like you were saying, like more of a football simulator. Yeah. Which maybe doesn't come across well in game form, but if you're if you're really passionate about football, then... I suppose it kind of is the game you well, want to play, maybe. I, I appreciate the market has both options. I want yeah. FIFA to improve stuff, don't get me wrong. I like, we play pro. I like it's box art. That's questionable. I'm not even going to go there. Yeah. But they, one <laughs> they haven't improved pro clubs for like years, and that's one of the best modes and most popular. And it's like they don't try. So I'm, I need them to go do that so I don't like resent myself for buying it. But, but you've got I'm, fault of football. Or... I'm not even, don't even slay though. <laughs> <laughs> and um but then i like the idea that pros an alternative it's giving yeah. me something else so that's just fine i like, I like how the market the market's big enough for the both of them yeah yeah and it and like i said it's free so you don't it's not as if you've paid for it it's only it's i'm sure it's only seven I'm, I'm sure it's only seven quid on the playstation store if you had a playstation to get it which is nothing really if you think about it for a game um it's peanut yeah so if you've got an xbox that I think you should give it a try. It, it feels a lot different from some of the other Pro Evos that I've played because I've played all of them apart from this one recently and it does feel a lot different. But yeah, it's more rewarding. I think if you want to feel like you've actually achieved something when you score a goal instead of, I'm going to just hold the sprint button in and run past these defenders and I'm going to cut inside, do a step over and put one into the top corner. That's basically FIFA. If you're good. Here's a, here's, here's a question for you then, unprompted. No, no idea this is coming. If you two both had to say to someone like oh, or yourselves could only play one football game which one would you pick and i don't so, mean like fifa or pez i mean just one. Oh, you mean of all time yeah i always like this is football i was i was gonna say this is football actually mm. okay they um, were good games back in the day was, they had kieran dyer on the box one year they had one with rio on the box and there yeah. was i swear this is football was the one that let you do diving and i will never yep. ever forget yeah, you the great dive. time you have yeah so you just time it just right and get someone sent off beautiful <laughs> game beautiful and they're like raging and then you'll see the replay from like the other angle and you can tell they haven't touched you oh rage yeah rage. it's oh. it's weird like just when you've said that question thinking about like back in the day i think it was it might have been prevo three might have been the first one i ever played yes mm. and that was yeah and that was really like is that the orange box art cover? Yeah, with Kalina um, on the front. Yeah, that's like the most yeah. iconic one. Everyone was trying to tell me that one was better than FIFA, and that's when I uh, made a yeah. username. <laughs> and that's when, um, so that's when Pro Evo was more like serious, like it is now, and FIFA was more arcadey. And then yeah. as Thanks. the years went on, they kind of swapped roles so that FIFA became more serious until about probably 2006. 
2005, 2006, maybe? Yeah. When FIFA went back to Syria, uh, FIFA went back to more arcadey and Pez went back to more serious. So now it's it's like done the full the full Switch span. Again. Yeah. I mean, I like I liked international soccer. That was cool. Um, I think you know what you know what's an underrated football game. So you might sensible agree with sensible soccer. Yeah, there's that too. I was gonna say Mario Superstar Strikers. Oh, Mario. Really? <laughs> what about Sega Soccer Slam? That was cool. Sega you know Soccer Slam was the we, one. We need, we need Sega Soccer Slam the one with like Fue- the teams like Fuego and stuff like that. Right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I did play that and like that. Did you not play Mario? I played the one that was on the Wii. That's not the greatest one. That's the one okay. we're talking about, though, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. No, I think. Yeah. Uh, I there was, was a GameCube one, wasn't there as well? Yeah, the, the GameCube one was better, but I did reference it. The Wii no, one's the one that I... had. It was the first game to use Nintendo Online Services on the Wii. Yeah. On the Wii, I mean, and it came out I... on my birthday. I just think, I think that's why I bought it, and I just I don't know. Maybe it's probably because oh. spoilers. Oh. I'm not a football guy. But, you bought it because uh, of, of the online service. I thought you bought yeah. it because you bought it on Squiggy's birthday. He's like, uh, <laughs> oh, you were celebrating no. my birthday with me. <laughs> yeah, that's what. I really before I knew you, that's a bit creepy. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> It must have been. No, you should have known in them. I was on OM forums when that came out. Any sure, Laura, but that was like 07, right? Possibly. Which was, and I didn't really know you until I became part of the 360 crew. So. Well, that's your loss. That's all I, I, say. Knew you. I knew both Laura of you. Knew I knew everyone. Separately. I, yeah, I, think I, I think I knew of Laura. I can't remember yeah. how friendly we were about then. Let's, let's be fair, I was popular. And I, I knew of Laura. I just looked at my DMs on OM. <laughs> Can we not go? my phone. Yeah, anyway, we'll move away from anyway, that because yeah. people are going to uh, think uh, weird things. Let's we're move. lagging behind games, not reminiscing on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's why we're lagging behind because we'll reminisce. He's got us hey. there. Yeah, so, oh, this, this was segment, so this was segment zero. We're now going to move on to segment <laughs> are one. We're really which keeping is... that joke going. Yes, yeah. we are because okay. it confuses me as well when I read the little <laughs> script that I've got. So, this is segment one. This is on this Two. day. <laughs> Of three, we've got another segment after that. Damn. Yeah, come on, catch up. So this segment is on this day. We do this every podcast where we don't have like a special. So when we do our uh, game club ones or free stuff, whatever it's called, free stuff. Free stuff. Free stuff. Don't know why I said game club. When we do our free stuff, we won't have it. (laughs) Yeah, it is a game club and it's free stuff. Um, We don't do it on then. But So this podcast is live on the 4th of August, which if you're listening on the 4th of August, thank you. If you're not... Thank you for listening to it at some point. If you listen to this before the 4th of August, I don't know how you've done that. Well done. Hi, Squiggy. Hope the editing's going well. So on the 4th of August, uh, one of the first games to come out was Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. So that was GameCube. I think this was the Japanese version that came out. Um, You've you've obviously played it based on your reaction there. Yeah, XD was... This this was interesting. This was like one of the last hurrahs for the GameCube. And also a nightmare to buy because shops had mostly given up stocking on GameCube stuff by this point, even though it was Pokemon. Weird. But, uh, I mean, put it like this, I remember having to go into the shop, I mean, like, it wasn't, like, there or anything. It wasn't in, like, the GameCube new releases. There was no stand for it. And literally going up to the desk going, like, do you, do you have this? And they're like, oh, shit, yeah, one sec. It's like, but it's Pokemon. Okay. But, yeah. So how I got this? Go on. I, had, I bought the American version from a little game store in the Metro Center. Which is a shopping Whoa. place in Gateshead in the northeast of England, in case you're not from there. And I had to buy the it was another disc. You had so to you buy a freeloader. Yeah, the freeloader. So I bought that and I bought Pokemon. I think it was about sixty quid for the two of them. Sounds about right. Which wasn't too bad. So that's that's how much I wanted this game. Damn. Yeah, I wasn't that wasn't that. I mean I was buy I wasn't gonna go for the thing where I had to buy an extra step. Like I was importing like the handheld stuff because you didn't need like they were region free at the time. 
But anyway, yes, Pokemon XD Gather Darkness, uh, second of the Shadow Games, so a sort of semi-sequel to Colosseum, although you don't really see any of the characters, the main the main characters from Colosseum. Uh, I really I really like the Shadow Games. They, they brought the mechanic back in Go recently, but essentially they're Pokemon that have had the doors to their hearts sealed. So they Kingdom become... Sure, why not? I mean, they become heartless in some ways. So they like basically the idea is that they have access to powerful shadow moves now, which uh, are super effective against all types except other shadow Pokemon. So yeah, and then you you have to snag them, which means steal, but they're stolen anyway. So you know it's fine. But uh, so yeah, you and then essentially you liberate them by fighting with them and like opening up their hearts. And yeah, this one, this had some fun additions to it that you didn't have in the first game. Like you could catch wild Pokemon in this one. There were a lot more shadow moves in this one. In the original, there was only one, I think, Shadow Rush. Whereas in this one, there was a whole bunch of different magical shadow effect moves you could do. And yeah, it was it was fun. I think Colosseum was better personally, but XD is certainly still a great, fun little free one of the few 3D Pokemon adventures until very recently. So um, yeah, good fun and also quite rare now. So. Uh, if you've got one, you want to sell it, you'll make bank. Yeah, there's a few um, GameCube games like that, which, well, most of them now are rare to get, but even back then, yeah, quite hard to get. Like this one, the Metal Gear Solid Twin yeah, Snakes. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes Nightmare. Yeah. There's been a few games that I've been trying to spot over the years and I've never managed to pick yeah, them up. because I've been doing the same. I've been on the lookout to see if they appear in CEX or something. Yeah, pretty much. Just to buy, even though they're so overpriced there as well because of that rare, it'd be nice yeah. just to have the copies of them. Uh, what else came out? I've got my list. Uh, Mario's Picross came out. I don't yeah. know much about this, but it's Mario and Picross. Slazer loves Picross, if I remember Pic- rightly. Picross, yeah. I've played a few of the Picross games over the years. Uh, yeah, Picross is is just... It's a good, fun Japanese logic puzzle where you fill in squares to make pretty pictures. And I think Mario's Picross was one of the first instances of a video game version of it. Sounds about and right. I think you could play this on the Wii. I think this was in, like, when they did their whole have some Japanese games on the way. I think this was one of them. Uh, let's have a quick look. Uh, it was released on 3DS Virtual Console, and it came out on the DS in 2007. Well, far gone wrong. Okay. But it was a but, remake uh, of the Game Boy one. Okay. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Picross is good. If you've never played a Picross game, try one out. There's a, a bunch of them across various systems these days, mainly Nintendo ones. I've never played them. I don't even know what they are. Um, it goes by several different names, but it's the ones where you have like you have a grid of squares, you have numbers like above and to the left, which might say like one 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 or nine or something mm-hmm. like that, and then based on that number you fill in squares on that line, right. and then it makes a pretty picture by the end of it. Okay, I think that makes sense. I mean, it doesn't, but I'd have to probably play it for it to make sense. I think logic puzzles. Woo! I don't do logic. I puzzles. love them because I'm a nerd. <laughs> nerd. Pretty much. Uh, another game on the list is Epic Mickey. That came out on the Wii. Um, Laura's game. played that? Yeah. I, feel, I think we talked about this a while back, didn't we? We did, so they give you the random facts about it. It's a fun yes. game. I mean, I bought it because it was cheap, but then I got Epic Mickey 2, which you how good number one was. Game with Disney Magic spread throughout, you know? Yeah, it's, it's a game that I think I... Did I get it or did I get the second one? I can't remember which one I got. But I always wanted to play this one because it looked so interesting. And I'm obviously I'm a big Disney nerd, so playing some of like the cartoon shorts that are in it, um, and some of the other stuff that's in there, I really wanted to to play. I never got I never got it. I never got around to playing it. I don't think, which is a shame. 
because it's Disney. I'm not going to repeat the fact that I repeated last time because that's boring. Uh, the last game is Pikmin 3. That came out in Japan on this day. Uh, I played the original Pikmin. Same. I've never played a Pikmin after that. Uh, I, I dabbled in 2, which I kind of preferred because it didn't have the whole... Weirdly, even though I love games with time mechanics as from a design perspective, from a player perspective, they drive me up the wall. So uh, <laughs> Pikmin 1 with its whole 30-day limit was like, ah! Yeah, but, uh, I, go on. I was gonna say, but Pikmin Two took that out, so kind of I really enjoyed that. But then, yeah, I never was this Wii Wii U. I can't even remember what Pikmin Three came out. It was the Wii U. Okay, that'll probably be also why I didn't. Yeah, I didn't buy many games on the Wii U apart from like Mario Kart or something like that. Yeah, but uh, hey, I mean, hey, I know people who played it who liked it, and I mean, there's, I think they're meant to be working on Pikmin Four. Who knows? But hopefully, we'll see. You can tell how infused Squiggy is right there. <laughs> That's literally just Pikmin just sent me to sleep. I I really liked the first one. Didn't like some of the mechanics. Never played two. Never played three. And that's pretty much how it goes for me. Laura, have you played them? I think I've played two. I'm not 100%. I feel like it's a blur in my mind. That's why I went <laughs> quiet. Like, don't ask me. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I think I've played them. I've at least played them at someone's house if I've dabbled. But yes. I don't have a good memory of them. I probably have played as much as you get shown in trailers. Yeah, I really like the idea. When the first one came out, and I, I th- it was quite yeah. not unique-ish, but it was well, kind of unique. But it was really like interesting with all the different Pikmin. I did all the different Nintendo's um, kind of take on that kind of I don't want to say strategy, but like resource managing kind of yeah. Army, but I which I, I think I, was was that kind of what Overlord was about, if I remember. Yes, I, I played quite a bit of Overlord actually. I really liked that, which is weird because I didn't really play much of Pikmin. <laughs> But that's another one. Uh, that is all the games that I got. There was there was a lot of um, there was a lot of PlayStation Three Platinum releases on this day. I don't know if like that's when Sony did the like the Platinum for PS Three games because there was like Heavenly Sword, Uncharted Two, I think. Heavenly Sword, Christ! Not I didn't about put them games. down, but I thought um, I thought I, I, thought about about it. I just not thought about it. I remember <laughs> I remember finishing it. I really liked it actually. I'm gonna be honest. You don't finish many games, which is now making me think. It, do you know what? It was it was really fun, apart from like the quick time events in it. It was just a hack and slash game. I was gonna say but, it was just it was God of War while you were waiting for God of War to show up. Yeah, and I quite liked the main character. This the story wasn't well. There wasn't really much of a story to it apart from hack and slash all this. But it was quite good. It was just, it was fun, really. I just didn't really like the quick time events. I think they ruined the game a little bit, and I think that's what a lot of reviews said about it. I've not read the reviews because back then I didn't really care. But I quite liked it, apart from that. And I'm going to assume that's what a lot of people have said. There was a sequel for it, but it got cancelled. I was about to say, no, there wasn't. But yeah, okay. yeah. cancelled. Right. I think they went to work on another God. game. I don't know what it was, but... No, I don't even know what that studio did. Was it Hellblade they did next? Was that the same studio? Uh, it was Ninja Theory who did it. So they oh went on God, to... No, they went to Enslaved, Odyssey to the West. Oh, then, sh- then Devil May Cry. Shit. And then did Disney Infinity Marvel superheroes. So that's it. Oh, uh, they're they, the guys who bought by Microsoft. They did do Hellblade. Yeah, they did, right. do, yeah, they did do Hellblade. I thought you meant the next game they did was Hellblade. No, no, I knew it. Sorry, no. I knew it wasn't the next one, but I was like, yeah. I swear those were the Hellblade team. Yeah, yeah, so they, they did do yeah, Hellblade. They've, yeah. they've done well in the end, then those guys. Yeah, they have. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was, it was it was a decent game, and obviously Uncharted Two was another one, which again people say is the best Uncharted game. It's between two, three, and four for a lot of people. I really sure, like two. I'm not going to give them. The credit for you know helping Naughty Dog, <laughs> but no, it was a uh, it was weird seeing all the platinum games. Cause I completely forgot about them because you don't get them on PS4 anymore. And uh, was PS2 like PlayStation? No, Squiggy, you, you, you don't think 
not they're not called platinum, but not they did platinum. that lineup last year, didn't they? Where they oh, did, it like, was, wasn't it? Games. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what they were called, but I know what you mean. PlayStation Classics or something like that. Yes, something like that. I remember one of my first ever PlayStation Platinum games was Metal Gear Solid on the PlayStation. See, I'm not gonna lie. All I remember are the PlayStation Platinum games, and you can tell how much of an anally retentive guy I am from this. Is that you open them, and then the disc is just pure silver with the name, and I'm like, no, I want the pretty disc art. Don't yeah. want this shitty knockoff disc. <laughs> it was PlayStation Hits on PS4. Right. Okay. It was PlayStation Essentials on PS3, Platinum on. PS2 also and PS3. on PS3. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they changed that to that, but yeah. Who knows? But yeah. yeah. And that's pretty much all we have for that. Um, so we will move on to segment two, which is Revisitation Station. I'm and excited for this. I'm going to revisit... So am I, because I don't know what it is. I'm going to revisit a classic Lego game. I was oh. born. <laughs> so you so you know you think of you think of lego games you think of like the lego star wars series yeah, this is uh, what i think it is i've played it and owned it so i'm really the i hope it is yeah. i hope it is Come um on. you know you think of like lego star wars lego harry potter lego city city stuff like that this i mean one, i think of lego well you think of lego you think of standing on those bricks and how much it hurts um no, this one I wasn't stupid no. And also, I build it. Like, I don't just randomly tread on it. Wow. That was an wow. insight. Wow. I, maybe I had too much Lego. Um, so this one also, is... why would you talk about this? I'm trying to not buy that Lego, Nez. And now here you are, talking about Lego. <laughs> hey, Slater. <sighs> I'll go Harvey. Harvey. What, are you going cus- to have custody over it for half a year? <laughs> I was yeah, going right. to say, and then what, you have the controller and all that. <laughs> we'll work out a custody agreement first. Imagine if there's like, one piece <laughs> missing. Come on, Squiggy. Um, so the game I've gone for is Lego Island. So this was released on PC in September of 1997. Wasn't born. Laura wasn't born, apparently, but she still played it, I think, based on what she said. I don't know. You're Googling it. Slazer, have you played it before I carry on? I've not played it, but I know which one it is. You know which one oh, it is. So, I have played it. No, I have played it, and there's a sequel. Yes, it is. So this was one of the first, I think it was one of the first ever Lego games to be released in sort of the Western area, the Western market, I believe. Maybe. I as opposed to the oh, eastern Lego market Lego. where Lego is massive. Yes. <laughs> um and it was it was a weird game. So it was it was a it had a story, but you didn't have to play the story. So you could just it was bas- it was basically like a very shit Grand Theft Auto, where if you didn't do the story mission. So you could basically roam around, build stuff, customize the island, do whatever you basically wanted in the island. Um or there were some missions that you could complete. In the missions, if you did them, that sort of changed how the the world looked and what the level the levels were like. And I remember playing it, and like I went on a little jaunt around the island. This is ages ago, back on a PC when PCs were for spreadsheets. Um, I remember going around the island, just sort of doing random things. Going, oh, this is Lego. This is cool. I have this Lego set in real life, like the police station I had in real life, and I had the pizza shop in real life, which is kind of the two big. How rich you. I was a Connex kid. I'm my say. dad loved Lego as well, it. so he just, I think he bought it for me, but with the idea he was going to build it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, so if you actually did the story, you play as a character called Pepperoni, which is a really great name, uh, who is a pizza delivery guy, and he delivers a pizza to the Brickster, who is the criminal in all of this, um, and he uses the spices from the pepperoni to melt the bars to escape from the prison, which is just 
I'm going to be honest. You're underselling the other name of the characters in this. I'm, not, I'm going to get. I'm going to get to them. So Please. pepperonis, pepperonis carers are called Mama and Papa Brickalini, and the police officers are called Laura and Nick Brick. I don't even know. I was named after this game because before I was. Yes, yeah, so it was before you were born. <laughs> or were they named after you because you were born just before it? Who knows? Yeah. Please, so, please say the name of the mechanic. <laughs> not, um, no. Where is he <laughs> building? <laughs> building gets me every time. His yeah. name what? Is His name is <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Building. Building. Oh, I'm here oh, for that. If he was an architect, it would be perfection, but I'll take yeah. it. Mechanic. But yeah, it was it was one of those games where it, it like had the story mode, but you didn't have to play the story mode because you could just completely ignore everything. And you could still interact with the brickster in the jail, and but not have a pizza with you, so obviously you wouldn't carry on the story. And I think at that point he like he says he could really do with the pizza and so on and so on and so on. So me being the nice guy that I was, you know, I went I went to Mama and Papa Bricolini and I said I want a hey I want a pepperoni pizza. Am I allowed to do that accent? Oh. Well, I said I wanted a pepperoni pizza. Was there, was there a difference? <laughs> and I took it, and I remember taking it to the brickster, and he used the things to thing out the game. I was like, "Shit, what have I done? I wasn't supposed to do this. I've let a criminal on the loose." And he basically goes around and he just tries to terrorize the city, basically like take it, take it apart, brick by brick, literally. Um, so you've got to yeah. then go go out and capture them. Um, you can drive, you can fly helicopters, you can drive cars. There was like a racetrack you could drive around. I remember doing that a few times. Uh, it was just, it was a weird game. But it was so much fun. And when you look at the stuff that's in that game, it's compared to some of the games now, like you think of Grand Theft Auto, like I know Grand Theft Auto was probably out before then, I think, on the PlayStation. I'm not 100% sure on dates, but they were kind of similar games. This was like a baby Grand Theft Auto in a way. Um, there was two baby different endings. Yeah, there was two different endings to the game as well, like depending if you succeed in capturing the Brickster and doing everything, um, which is quite cool, I think. Um, it's. An, it, I don't think it had been done before back then, and obviously being the first Lego game to be released in America it was quite interesting. Uh, it was one of my favourite games to play on the PC back in those days. I think it's probably one of the only games I've played on the PC apart from Football Manager since then. Concerning. So that is concerned, isn't it? That's more concerning. And and then there was the sequel, Lego Island Two: The Brickster's Revenge. Oh my God, that was a pile of shit. Just in case you wanted to know. I mean, he didn't have building in it, so. Actually, actually. Oh, did he come back? Building never left. <laughs> I'm, just che- I'm, just, I'm just checking this, the characters in this one just for you, just really quickly. The bricks are still there. You still play as Pepperoni. There's some Brickster bots. There's some Lego characters, Johnny Thunder and Pippin Reed. No. They're not as good. You sound like, they sound like actual characters. It's I think gone Johnny yeah. Thunder pops up in other games, like down the line. I feel yeah. like Johnny Thunder's become a someone in the Lego yeah, universe. It, well, yeah, it says he is a classic. You see the Stan Lee of Lego. He could be. I don't think so. I think he's that big. I mean, I'm just thinking because Chase McLean's is the Lego City cop, and I don't know for some reason I'm associating Johnny Thunder. I recognise the name, but I can't remember why. But yeah, so it, it obviously got a sequel that came out on. I bought it on the PlayStation. I think I traded in a PS2 game to buy this on the PlayStation. That's how much I really enjoyed the first one. It was looking back at it, it was probably a shite game to be perfectly honest, but it was fun. And if you like Lego, it was kind of a different way to interact with Lego, apart from building it and then breaking it and standing on bits, like I've said. Uh, it And it did, all, well, I say it did all right review-wise. It's been listed as the 14th best Lego game in a list of 15. This was in 2016, so it didn't do very well there. But okay, it's so... so that's kind of up there, considering how many have been released since. 
Yeah, but it's I was sold gonna it. say, like this was from what I've heard, this was one of the better Lego games before they became like before Lego Star Wars came out and the franchise went, Oh, we're gonna go in this direction though. Yeah. Direction and it, was, it sold it sold quite well. It sold it was the fifteenth best selling game between ninety seven and ninety nine, and it was the eleventh best selling game in nineteen ninety seven and it earned twelve million dollars in revenue. So that's pretty good going. Go Lego. And it was it was a fun like like I said, it was just a fun game and obviously you didn't have to do the story. Obviously, if you played the second one, you probably should have done the story in the first one. Um, but you didn't have to do it. I think this was in the era where Lego was struggling because I yeah. think it's pre Bionicle. So yeah, I think it was. They were trying so, to branch out and rebrand yeah. and do all that stuff. So to be like a bestseller is impressive. Yeah, well, it probably showed the brand still had legs. It probably helped save yeah. it. Really, in yeah. Because if you look at like all the games that came out after that, you obviously had Lego Island, Lego Island Two, then Lego Island Extreme Stunts. Which is the third in the series, but then that started Lego Creator, Lego Creator Nice Kingdom, Lego Races, Legoland. Lego. There's no Legoland there that I can see. There's a Legoland game. It's just called Legoland. It's like a roller coaster theme park thing. Is it? That's not a list I'm going through anyway. Come out in 2000. Yeah, but it obviously it, it spawned all the Lego, like the Bionicle games, the City games. Lego chess. <laughs> I've, I've had I had Lego chess. I had Lego chess. Okay. It taught me and chess. all the things, and then obviously it goes from there to all the, like what I was talking about the first Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Harry Potter, all of them. So it was, I think it was a game that made those games happen in a way because people probably saw the popularity of Lego still, and obviously the popularity has carried on and on and on. I mean, this came out in 1997. The sequel came out in 2001, but obviously there's been. I mean, spoilers. Lego's still a thing. There's been like probably 30 <laughs> games since then. Right. So it's it obviously did something. And it was just, yeah, it was just one of those games that I just enjoyed turning my PC on to play and just roam around the island and do random stuff. And if I wanted to do a bit of the story, I could. If I wanted to race around the dirt track in a Lego car in first person, not knowing where I was going, I could. But yeah, I enjoyed that. That is pretty much all I've got to revisit Lego Island. Uh, you haven't played it, obviously, Slazo. No, I, just, uh, I think I watched maybe might have been Game Grumps play it a while back. But otherwise, yeah, no. So I, I vaguely remember the vehicle. I think they moaned about the vehicles being held to control now. Now that you look at them in 20, whenever it was they played it. But, yeah. I mean, I, it, it seemed decent enough for a long at the time. It's a game that I kind of wanted to, to go back and see if I could get it just to play, to see what it was like. But remembering bits of it back then, it just wouldn't play well now at all. You correct it. Yeah. Yes. Like, you, you kind of think, yeah. Because I remember, like, skateboarding in the game, and I thought, oh, skateboarding's cool. But I'd never played a Tony Hawk's game. And then going to like probably playing all these games that I've played, like even not Tony Hawk, but just games with decent controls for movement and racing and everything. Going back to Lego Island, I bet this was shocking. And I think that's the thing. I, th- I don't think it was a good game by any means, like compared to games now. Okay for its age. Yeah. But I think it's probably one of those games that has shown its age a lot. Wouldn't if anyone could do a remaster of it? Hmm. I'm going to scout out. I'm going to start the. Um... I'm going to start the movement. If anyone wants to join me, tweet me at Behind Lagging, and we'll see where we go from there. So that's all I've got for Visitation Station. We move on to our third and final segment of the show. That's here. Yeah. yeah. Thank oh, you. No. Thank you, Laura. Oh, no. Why am I so, <laughs> so our final segment is Launch Menu. Launch Menu is where we look at the launch titles of certain consoles down the years, and we'll talk about a few of the games, mention all the games that are there, or talk about a select few, because obviously some of them we don't really care never about played. or have never played. Some of them I haven't even heard of. <laughs> um, and we'll just rate, rate some of them, rate them, uh, and then give a rating to the actual launch titles. So we're going for 
the original Xbox, and like Slazer said before the start of this podcast, don't search for Xbox One launch because you won't get the actual Xbox that you want. I mean, to be fair, I searched the Xbox launch and I also took me a hot minute. But it had to be like original Xbox launch. Yeah, I think that's what I searched for as well. So we'll just start at the top. They're in alphabetical order because that's how I had to copy and paste them. The first game on the list is Amped Freestyle Snowboarding. I vaguely remember Amped as a decent snow. This was back when snowboarding games were a thing. So you had like 1080 yeah. snowboarding, snowboarding kids and all that lot. Yeah, this was a Xbox exclusive, actually. That's why I, I feel like I've heard the name, but I've got nothing. I can't even pick No, I, I Googled it and I couldn't work it out. Um, I guess it's someone on snowboard. But an interesting fact about it it's so is, well. this, 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 this is what I picked up from Wikipedia before. Um, the game is well known for helping to launch the career of pop punk band Yellow Card due to the oh. in-game sound consisting of the complete one for the kids album on it. Who? Yellow Card, you You've know, they keep I'm not singing it for you. They're singing a song called Ocean Avenue. There's that too. There's a place on Ocean Avenue. I'll send you it after this, Liz. We'll take it offline. Take it offline. Take never, it offline. I've never heard of these people. You've never heard of, Well. Well, we should have played Amped. You should have played Amped. So that's, that, yeah. that's Amped. The next game is Batman Vengeance, which I'd never even heard of until I saw this. There were Batman games before Arkham Asylum. Yeah, there was one on Game Boy Original that was fun. It was in like a 52 pack. Oh, your little. It was in a 52 pack. No, it's, <laughs> it was like so many games. I don't remember. You know what? It's, it was in a multi-game cartridge. Sure, let's go with that. But anyway, it was a fun little Batman game. Batman Vengeance. I do not recognize. Oh my God, it was an animated one. Oh, well, this isn't the game Laura thought of. No, I, I, it's, he said no Batman games before the Arkham. I could remember the Game Boy one. I'm saying this game went so under the radar. I don't. I have got no knowledge of this. Yeah, I don't I don't remember the box. I just Googled the box up. Don't remember anything. I've got nothing. I have literally no knowledge of this. It was made by Ubisoft. I know. That's what's even it's blowing my mind. Yeah, that's all I've got from there. Let's move on. Let's move on to the next game. So the next game is Blood Wake. Mark Hamill. No, I'm not moving on. We're moving on. We'll move on. So the next game is called Blood Wake. So if you think of that game title, what do you think it is? Some skinhead going around, beating people up. Very bloody. Very ultra gore. Very woke. So, no. uh, Laura, do you want to have a guess at what it is? Two words. Or... Two words. I don't know, vampires? So, Blood Wake is a naval combat video game. It was an Xbox exclusive. Uh, naval Wake, yeah. like a boat. And yeah. Naval vampires. What? No, what? No, there's no vampires. Laura. No vampires. No vampires. Oh, vampires in the Navy would be a game I would... <laughs> Just kidding. I don't even know how to describe the game, but people who reviewed it described it as twisted metal on water. Wow, Twisted Metal again. Damn, that's twice that's come up in this podcast. I know, we spoke about that, yeah. Um, and also, the game sold enough copies to be added to Microsoft's Platinum line, Platinum Hits. I can't accept Wow, this. damn. You know what? This game might have done better if its name was named better. It got really mixed reviews. Like, some places give it an 8.5, other places give it a 4 out of 10. So, yeah. But then people have said, apparently some people said that it was the one franchise they wanted to see revived. Revived? Damn. Okay. I mean, I guess everything else has been, so they've got to find something at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. I mean, Come back out. Come into Game Pass. Blood Wake 2. And they probably could pass it off as a new IP, because no one will remember it. No one remembers it. Who, who made it? Was it Super um, No, it was Stormfront Studios. Oh, okay. I was going to try and tie it into that whatever the new game that Ubisoft are doing that's Pirates. That They've not made a game since 90... Uh... Since they died, I'm going to assume, since the studio the, died. Since 2008, which was the Spiderwick Chronicles. Oh dear. 
Yeah. Oh, they did the Lord of the Rings game, the Two Towers. Oh, I played that. That's yeah, fun. I played that. That was a good game. That was a memorable game, not on the Xbox yeah. launch lineup, but memorable game. Yeah, they did all right there. Um. Anyway, back to where I was going. The next game on the list was Dave Myra Freestyle at BMX Two. I'm see why I didn't buy an Xbox. I'm even is this another one of the ones which has like an almost identical logo to the Tony Hawk series? Yeah, and this is basically the, the cycling bikes. Yeah, yeah, this is the bike and Tony Hawk's. This is what we're BMX. talking about. When we were talking about Tony Hawk's a while back, where you had Dave Myra and Sean Wake. Was it Sean Wake snowboarding? Sean White. Sean White snowboarding, not Sean Wake. That'd be a good name for it. Uh, and there was, was another one I can't remember. Wake. Yes, he was. <laughs> okay, oh, wow. And there's pretty fair, much nothing else to. Wasn't BMX before around there? The BMX surge this time when it was. Well, this was around the time when all those extreme sports like skateboarding and rollerblading and BMXing, cool, radical, tubular. I yeah, do like, I had, like the finger skateboards and the finger BMXs. I remember those finger yeah. skateboards. I couldn't do like, anything with them. Slazo's take on extreme sports apparently was trimmed by the Teenage Mutant Turtle. That's all I learned from that. Tuba there. Cowabunga. That's all I got from you there. <laughs> this game, I'm assuming... All right, Bart Simpson, calm down. Wow. I assume... Uh, I think it sold all right. It got decent reviews. Well, I mean, it got how... above average. I don't know how you could mess up a BMX game when they're really out there. I don't know how you could mess up a Tony Hawk's game at this point. But they've done it. At this point, there was yeah. a third. There was a third Dave Meyer BMX game, so it must have done well enough for that. Uh, yeah. Next on the list is Dead or Alive Three. Woo. Fighting games, yeah. Yeah. To be fair, I know the franchise is great. It has a reputation for certain things. Oh, it's perverted as hell, but you yeah. know. But Dead yeah. or Alive. Actually, in fairness, I think this was before like they started doing the extreme beach volleyball and all that, so it maybe wasn't a hundred percent perverted at this point them. this was before they started going oh we know how to make money now a yeah. million dlcs that sexualize everyone and make the, volleyball games the first beach volleyball game came out two years after this and squiggy go. was there day one day one pre-order straight the game they wouldn't sell me that was too young that's all a joke by the way yes. um this a game joke. got de- this game actually got really good reviews I actually know. Well, I think this is when they were still trying to make them fighting games. Yeah. And yeah. I actually remember this being something that people mentioned. Yeah, it was the third what? best-selling launch title. Yeah. No disrespect the to Xbox. the other games, but I never heard someone going, "Cool, I'm getting the new Xbox with that BMN- BMX game." Yeah, so it was a decent game. I think people liked it. Obviously, um, moving on, the next game is Fusion Frenzy. Uh, I've not played the original, but I played the 360 one. I've played the 360 one. It's basically a bit like. It's a mini game it? kind of thing. Yeah, so, a bit, I was not Mario say a bit Party, like, but no, I was going to say maybe a bit like Crash Bash. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, on the PlayStation, just like a load of mini games for for up to four yeah. people to play. A bit, a bit like Bishy Bashy Special on the PlayStation. I don't know if you ever played that. That's another um, visitation station. If you haven't, no, I've no right. idea. I know what we're doing in a couple of weeks' you, time. You, then you say that, and sirens start going off in my brain of like, yeah, it's us taken down. Bishy Bashy Special. I. Just, Oh, it was incredible. Oh. We're not gonna we won't talk about it now, but it was incredible. It was amazing. But anyway, Fusion Frenzy. So yeah, it was a party game, loads of mini games and Party yeah, that's the job. I don't really know anything else. It got decent reviews again. It obviously got a sequel on the three sixty, which was decent actually. Yeah, Fusion Frenzy. I can't remember if it was called Fusion Frenzy Two or if it had that yeah, subtitle. Fusion Frenzy Two. Yeah, no, I enjoyed playing that. Yeah, I quite enjoyed that as well. Got nothing really else to add to that one. Um if we carry on in alphabetical order the next game is Halo, the original one. Whoa! 
This was a launch game. Damn. It was. It's almost like they had to try to sell this console Slazo. Damn. And now here we are, full circle, all these years later. A new Xbox console, a new Halo launch title. I mean, yeah, Halo was like Halo and one of the other ones, which we'll get to, were essentially the ones. Because I knew someone had gotten like an Xbox on launch and was around their house. And yeah, they pretty much just played Halo and one we'll get to in a minute. But yeah, I loved the original Halo. It was. I remember playing the like the story part. It was one of my favorite openings, like on the ship that's blowing up and everything like that. The music, the soundtrack, it was just, it was so good. Like even having a button to press to turn your torch on on the console. Yeah, this on the, was uh, back the when on the Xbox, which had too many buttons. Yes. Yeah, like press. I think it was. It was coming. Which one it was? It was black or white? Was it the black or the white button? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it's like I love it's. I love Halo games. I could play Halo games daily if I if I. Had to, I could. And this game sort of spawned that. Halo 2 made me fall in love with Halo a lot more because of the um, the online part of it. But Yeah, it's weird to think this was an Xbox before. Like, I don't know how integrated Xbox Live was at launch, but it's weird to think this was before that was be- became Microsoft's calling card, as it were. Yeah. And I remember like when the remasters came out, I know this got redone for the 360, didn't it? I believe. Um, and then obviously the Master Chief no. collection. I don't think the 360. I think it got redone for PC. I don't think it got redone for. Like, there was Halo Anniversary, but I think that was PC, right? Halo Anniversary. No, it came out on. Came out in 360 as well. Wow, shit. Okay. Yeah. Because it was was literally the 10th anniversary of the launch that did it. But yeah. Yeah, it would still have been. Yeah, go on. But like, playing playing the Xbox One version, going back to the old graphics, you can see how, like, how badly it's aged. Oh my god, yeah. I did. I played through Halo 1 last year or the year before, I think, as part of the Master Chief Collection, and yeah, the gra- the plus in the graphics button was like, oh, oh boy. Yeah. Oh. You can't... Go on, Laura. Charm. <laughs> I was just going to argue that it was of its age, and sometimes you need to play a game in that state to really appreciate how far... We- don't know why I'm doing a mental health spill on these games, but that's what I feel. Let- think how the game feels when you... Oh. God, I will think of what a game feels like when I op it. But um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like I mean I didn't I wasn't that sold on Halo when I played it, the original, but again I'm coming to this in like the twenty nineteen or something. Yeah, well like I played it when I got I think I got an Xbox a year after launch. And uh Halo I can was see it being amazing. Like I don't get me wrong, I remember when I played it at the time being like, Holy shit, Nintendo hasn't got anything like this. What the hell? Yeah. I think like even just like I said, the soundtrack, just that yes. like oh it's it's one of the like it's one of the best soundtracks. Well the, the main theme the is opening. still yeah. iconic as hell yeah. to this day. And it's just incredible. And like even and it, um because the composers obviously worked on Destiny. And yes. you can see bits of that in Destiny as well, which is why I love the Destiny original soundtrack, because of the stuff they did in Halo. And you've still got obviously the I love the final I think my fa- the final level is my favourite one of this, which is another Warthog, get the hell out of Dodge level. Yeah. Like I think the Halo Three one's better, but like the Halo One one is still just all. Yeah, it's it kind of became the game's thing, didn't it? A Warthog. Was there one of the? I've tapped. It's been I so long since I did Halo Two. Was there one at the end of Two? Oh, I'm, I can't remember now. Now you. ODST. ODST is the Long Highway, which isn't really a getaway, but it's vehicles. Yeah. Reach. I don't think is a vehicle one, but I could be wrong. I mean, I've not played four or five. I'm not sure now. I thought there were. It might not be. I might be completely wrong. I don't know. I, I can't remember Halo Two. Campaign yeah. off the mad. But this game sort of started one of my favourite franchises. Yes. This, it, I mean, to this day, Halo is synonymous with Xbox. Yeah, hence, and that's why we're seeing one for the next one. 
Yeah, and a lot of people have like criticized Halo 4 and Halo 5. They weren't the best games. They were still decent first-person shooters, and like the multiplayer was still really good, which I think is what Halo is now more known for. Like When this first came out, Halo was known as a single-player first-person shooter game. And yes. I was reading a lot of things about it um, before it came out, because obviously you only played first-person shooters on a PC, and people were kind of thinking, how is this going to translate to a, to a games console with a controller? And I remember yes. I was reading, I can't remember who it was. It might have been... Um, oh, IGN. No, it was, it was um, Gary Witter. Gary wrote Star Wars Rogue One. Oh, no. So no. He's, on, he's on like Kind of Funny and he's on their Xbox podcast. And I was listening to him and he was saying that he got invited because he was the editor of PC Gamer and he got invited to go and play Halo and he was a bit, oh, how's this going to work on a controller? And he literally said it felt, it just felt so natural. Yeah, I suppose this is, yeah, when twin stick controllers and that control scheme was really starting to establish itself. I don't think yeah. Halo had, I don't think Halo 1 had the, the bubble health that we come to associate with it. I think it still had like the traditional, you have health, if I remember. No, no, I'm sure it responded. I'm pretty sure you had a health behind the scenes, but I thought it, it was, or did, or did you pick or up? It could be both. Kit? It could have been I both. I can't remember. Yeah, it's that long ago, but I think it was one of the first games to actually show that yeah. maybe first-person shooters could work on a console, like on a. It's a, a lot console. of yeah. What first-person sh- a lot of what shooty bangs became can be traced yeah. back to Halo. Yeah, which is a good uh, thing to have. The next game on the list is Jet Set Radio Future. Hey, that's a Whoa, Jet Set Radio. Yeah, the Dreamcast one. Um, I don't know anything about it. I never played the original Dreamcast one either. I just know what this. Yeah, I just it's know the hella game. radical. Um, it's a it's a graffiti game. So you go around tagging stuff and oh. running away from the popo. I actually can't even believe I was not. <laughs> Laura likes graffiti. I do. I don't know why you said that. That's why I like so then... Overdrive. I mean, in fairness, yeah. like it's. I mean, I've a mild tangent, so I'll be very quick with it. But it's, like, it's kind of like from that weird the Dreamcast era where it had like tons of weird, interesting games. Like, I've just backed, like, a thing on Kickstarter, which is, like, a retrospective on the Dreamcast. And I'm like, because I want to read more about them, because there's so many weird things on there. And then you saw some yeah. come across to Xbox and other platform. Good old Sega. Yeah, good old Sega. The next game on my list is Mad Dash Racing. Surprisingly, it's a racing game. It was developed by Crystal Dynamics. Whoa, they had time away from Tomb Raider? Damn. Apparently. Um, there's not really much to say about this game. It reviewed really badly. Actually, no, it didn't. Eh, it reviewed averagely. We'll go with that. Okay. Um, I don't really know anything else to say about it. It's a racing game. I'm assuming it was supposed to be like their version of Mario Kart, maybe. I have no idea, Squeaky. I've never heard of this until this conversation. I've never heard of it until this conversation. Laura, you're you're the you like games. Tell us. I've got nothing. I mean, (laughs) this is out of nowhere. It was an Xbox exclusive, so... I just think that might be why. I feel like Xbox, at this point, and this is like them trying to get their nose in like that. Other than Halo... This is exactly them trying to get their nose in the market, Laura. It is exactly that. But, you know, I, at this point, didn't pay them any attention. Like, any. I think it was only... I only started paying attention to the Xbox OK and, like, like Halo. Yeah, they were very much the newcomers at this point, while Sony had already established themselves a bit. Nintendo, obviously, forever... And Sega was still a player at this point, so... I don't really be in, on the Xbox launch. I remember seeing it as, like, the expensive... Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I oh, God, yeah. Well, they had the... I think it was one of the most expensive ones. Yeah, and I didn't... Because of that, I was, like, pricey. No, thank you. I'm good. I'll stick in my little Nintendo bubble. Who wants these big shooters when I can clean up the beach with Mario? <laughs> Speaking of clean up, this has nothing to do with it. The next game oh. on the list is Max Payne. 
What? Um, <laughs> what segue was that? So the cleanup was he wants to clear his name. Okay. Oh, right. Well, shit. I mean, yeah. as so I've always heard. Sorry, oh God. Uh, as links go, that was terrible. Back I know. I said it. I said it was bad before we started. Before I did it, I, but I was carried on. So the thing is, I've never played a Max Payne, but I've always been told that they're pretty solid to the point where I know people get excited whenever Max Payne stuffs happen. Yeah, I'd put them on the same sort of level as crime games, if that's fair. Like that have its very dedicated fan base, and if you play one, enjoy it. But it doesn't seem to get that mainstream. Yeah. Was this? Were they? Was this Rockstar or am I misremembering? Um, third one. Third one was Rockstar. First right, two were, okay. Rem- were Remedy. Oh, okay. But I think, no, no, it was all done by, yeah, it was all done by Remedy for the first. The first two were Remedy. Rockstar then took over for everything in the third one. Okay. That's it. I just remember people, some people really like this game. Yeah, I've played, I've played a bit of the first one and it was, it was pretty good. It was a bit clunky, but I think that's because of the kind of character you were. It kind of reminds me, have you played um, the Darkness game? No, but I know what so, you mean. So, like, control-wise, obviously, apart from the fact that you don't have any of these darkness things you can use, it reminded me a lot of that, where it was it was good, but it was a little bit clunky. Okay. And, like, it had bullet time in it, which is the first time, I think, bullet time being used in a game. Was this before the first Red Dead? Oh, yeah, been well before Red Dead. Yeah, but not Redemption, like um, Red Dead Revolver. Um, I believe so. Let's double-check. Red Dead Revolver came out in 2004, so, yeah. So, yeah. Right. Three years before that, yeah. It was it was a decent game. Like it looked it looked really good. Bullet time was really was really unique at that point. And I yes. think it's one of the things that Remedy are quite known for. If, if people say Remedy to some people, they say Max Payne and Bullet Time. They don't think of Alan Wake. Yeah. Was it Alan Wake? I think it was Alan Wake. Uh, yeah, I think that was Remedy. Yeah, it's it's weird to think because obviously then there was a period where everyone was like, oh, it's a shooter. Of course, it's got bullet time. Whoop de do. But yeah, yeah, it's weird to think that no, no. Here's one of the first times where that came about. Yeah, it also got a movie as well. I, it, I, th- I thought it was based off of a movie. No, no, it had it. It came out in 2008. Oh, well, shit, okay. I, I've got this game. All... Wait, so this it, started off as a video game, man? I always thought this was based off something. No, this started off as a video game. Damn, okay, fair enough. So the movie came out between two and three, but there was still a massive gap between two and three anyway. Right. It's like a nine-year gap. I don't really have anything else to add to that. It was a decent game, what I played of it. Um, yeah. We'll quickly skip over the next three games. NBA Live 2002. That was a it's, basket, it's basketball. <laughs> NHL 2002. It's ice hockey. NHL Hits 2002, which I think is the arcade ice hockey game. I remember right. Damn, two ice hockey games at launch. Or is it? No. Yes. Yeah, so it is the more arcadey one, but it's done by Midway, whereas the other two were EA, I'm going to assume. It makes um, sense. Yeah. So, like in this one, the rules are kind of relaxed and. Players are like overpowered, so it just makes it more arcadey. Pretty much that for that one. Uh, next on the where list, are all, is... where are all the cricket games? Were well, there no cricket games at launch? Uh, no, oh. cricket was a cricket wasn't a sport back then. <laughs> I, I won't. Cricket had I won't been go, invented. I won't go like cricket. I'm not even going to bother getting into it. Cricket became popular in 2005 because of winning them won the Ashes from Australia. That's when a lot of people got into it again. It's still popular, but it wasn't popular for a game until after that. But one was one. What a British the, perspective. Yeah. The next game was Oddworld Munch's Odyssey, which Whoa, was Oddworld. exclusive to the Xbox. And it was obviously the second chapter of them, of a, like following Abe's Odyssey, I believe, which is a bit weird that I it think. was gone from PlayStation exclusive to Xbox exclusive. I mean, hey, maybe Microsoft were paying the big bucks. I'd say money talks. 
I, I didn't know this was Xbox exclusive, so damn. Yeah, it came to PS3 in 2011, so 10 years later. <laughs> yeah, I've never... I played the original on the PlayStation. I never played this one. Um, so, so I've got really nothing else to add to it. I know. I've, I always mean to... Like many games, I do want to play the Odd World stuff at some point. I've just never had the chance. Yeah, especially after seeing the new one. Yes, the um, fourth, fourth one, fifth one, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, whichever one it is. Yeah. The new one, as you said. Yeah, the new one. But I'd, I'd quite like to play these to see what they're like. I, I think it got decent reviews. I don't um, remember the Odd World series being liked. So. Yeah, and people seem to still be hyped about this new one. So yep. it must have done all right. Uh, next on the list, oh, this is a big game. Oh. Project Gotham Racing. Hell yeah. But God, oh, I, I miss this franchise. I was literally about to say the same thing. I miss PGR so much. Uh, yeah, so in the days before Forza became the dominant, and I think Forza was on the Xbox, but not all. But in the days before, yeah, yeah, Forza became a dominant. Here was PGR, the good old arcade racer, and arguably, at one point, the best racing franchise out there. I know that'll tick off Mario Kart fans, but, you know, and Gran Turismo fans, I guess. But, uh, I don't know, I, I really loved PGR. I mean, I loved watching my friend play this. I personally didn't get a chance to play it until the fourth one because I didn't have an original Xbox. But PGR always struck me as like a really fun arcade racing game. I wish it was back. Yeah, I never played the first one. I think I might have dabbled in the second one a tiny bit. Right. But three and four were the ones that I played the most of. But yeah, I just I guess even as a series, PGR is one of the best racing game series that I've played until Forza came yes. along. Yeah, I was going to say, Forza is kind of usurped its mantle now as microsoft's kind of this is our racing franchise now yeah. but even then i'd still go if if they said we're gonna remake three or four i'd be like yep i'll buy it i anyway. i still hope they'll do a five one day i don't know yeah. how it would work like hell maybe just have the forza guys just do an homage to it or something i don't know better uh... yeah but it was yeah it was one of my uh well the pgrc was one of my favorite series on the up to the 360 so just really the... say much else about it really it's just like a said, random question because i've never really looked into it why was it called Project Gotham? Like, was that was yeah, that a reference? It makes me think of Batman. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, know. I know. It's always um, just such a weird. Like, I didn't know if that was like a car arts company or. Can't see anything. Why? Yeah, fair enough. I don't know. That's an interesting question, actually. If anyone knows, Twitter's behind, behind lagging. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting one. I've seen if it had to do with who like developed it. Maybe it was the first things of the names, but it's not. I I can't even remember who developed it. Fuck me. It was it's... Bizarre Creations. Bizarre, yes. They wanted oh, to do Blur, I think, after this. They did, they did the club, <laughs> and then did Blur, and the last game was Bloodstone 007. Well, Bloodstone 007, steady on now. You'll have Laura, you'll set Laura Oh, yeah, they did John Wick as well, didn't they? They did do that. Oh, okay, it wasn't just me. Yeah. I that yeah. Uh, what's next? Rally Sport Challenge is next on the list, which is obviously going to be a rubbish racer compared to PGR. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a racer. This is where it's like a first-person shooter. Nope, it's a racer. Well, um, Thank you, there were rally. I mean, rally was dominated by Conor McRae at this point, wasn't it? Yeah, it got it got acceptable reviews. Eurogamer gave it a ten out of ten. Gamespot okay. gave it a nine point one. Eurogamer gave it a score. Damn. Back when they did scores, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to get that good review, to be honest. Yeah, they, that was the hidden gem of the lineup, apparently. Yeah, by the sounds of it, yeah. Uh, next game, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three. Yeah, the one where I started playing them. <laughs> Yeah, Who obviously we spoke to... a lot about Tony Hawk's a while back, but yeah, I think in what the episode is just me and Squeaky, we talk a lot about Tony Hawk's. So. Oh well, I, I hit them all except two, the best, one. <laughs> except the good one. <laughs> yeah, 
there's not really much sad about this. I think Tony Hawk's three was still really good. It was after that that it went downhill, wasn't it? No, how dare you? Sorry, how dare? Well, was good as well, wasn't it? I love Thug and Thug. It was too. when it, it was when it went to Thug. That's when it went downhill. Yep, got Get you. Out. Laura, you. Laura, you weren't there for that episode. Do you, do you I, have Tony Hawk's memories? Did you get into the skateboarding do I games? Me- I have his memories. I don't have his memories. But, do you have um, his brain in a jar on the shelf? No. Um, I played Tony Hawk Underground. Hell yeah. Um, remember that? <laughs> do you remember familiar. Eric Bleeping Sparrow? Familiar, but it's not exactly you know, building, okay. is it? Well, shit. Okay. Well. <laughs> building. <laughs> building. Building. What a name. What a guy. Yeah, Tony Hawk games, I take them, take them all. I never got, I wouldn't like, I'd be like, yeah. Well, that's that's good to know, because it was on the launch. I um, know, I was saying, this is why the Xbox got me gone. It's supposed yeah. like it was on this launch, it was when we did the Wii one, there was the Downhill Jam, that was on that launch. Wow. Well, yeah. Tony Hawk gets around. Maybe he's got a good track record for helping shift con- <laughs> Where? So the final game, not the final game, the penultimate game, sorry, is Transworld Surf. No. That's pretty no, much all okay. I've got. Surfing game. Yeah, the surfing game. Shot? I don't know. There's literally nothing about like I'm just quickly going through Wikipedia for this game. There is nothing about it I, at all. I honestly if it had sharks, seen as we don't know next game. <laughs> the so the final game is Reckless, the Yakuza missions. This... Again, don't really know anything about this. Okay, it's not nothing to do with the franchise, it's about no. The no. no. <laughs> I was double checking. Maybe they reversed it or what? It's a driving game set in Hong Kong. I think it was probably a bit like Midnight Club. I was thinking it'd be like driver. When did um, when did Tokyo Drift? Co- oh no, Tokyo Drift is after this. Yeah, there's not I, there's not really anything to say about this. I don't think by the looks of it. You know what? You know what I'm learning. If it were an Xbox, this lineup you'll buy it for. Yeah. Or Project okay. Offer. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I think like obviously we're gonna we may as well talk about the full launch as a whole and kind of what Laura said. I think if you bought this game, if not if you bought this game, if you bought this console at launch, you were basically buying it for Halo, the first person shooter, because you. That's probably what the users of console seller. That's what got advertised. I mean, that's what people got killed to play. And in you've fairness, seen... you've got a wide variety here. You've got you've sports got... games. You've got racing games. You've got a fighting game, a new dead or alive. Isn't you've got some action these... stuff like Halo and Max Payne. How many of these have like uh, quite a few? Like, I think um, at this point, quite a few probably. Yeah, I think there's probably about four or five exclusive, which is decent to be fair, and they're all different kinds of games as well. Yeah. This like is a real. This strikes me as a really kind of sideline. You like, you've got something in pretty much every genre. Yeah. 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 And obviously, you've got the big one in first-person shooter, which is kind of what the Xbox yeah. became known for after that. I think, like the 360, Xbox One, people prefer yeah. the controller for first-person shooters, stuff like that. Um, PGR. It really, it really helped to give, like, in the same way. Obviously, Nintendo it, I, is mainly associated with Mario. Although obviously, they have like 20 different mascots, but this really yeah. helped establish early on. Here's Xbox, and here's our here's our mascot and Master Chief, and yeah, which yeah, and I think has, has endured to this day. Yeah, I think one of the other interesting things is that, like we're talking when we just mentioned Oddworld, that they got yes. the sequel to the PlayStation Oddworld on the Xbox exclusive. Yes, which is another like a massive sort of coup for. Well, yeah, because obviously Microsoft didn't have they weren't coming into this. Obviously, they had the PC stuff, but they weren't coming into this with experience in the console industry, whereas Sony had had the PS One. Uh, yeah. Nintendo, obviously, twenty years worth, and Sega were around as well. Yeah, so the kind of they might have probably thought, what what kind of games should we try and get yeah. on here? And they must have saw that so well. And like you said, they've got the sports games, Tony Hawk's a Tony Hawk sequel to the best Tony Hawk's game around at the time, um, which obviously came out on every other console as well. But it meant that you weren't just limited to playing 
Halo and yeah. Oddworld and Project Gotham, like I said, it spawned a successful franchise, which got yeah. four games. And it, so was, it was it was very easy for people to port to Xbox easier than it was to GameCube as it were. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like Fusion Frenzy again, like a party game. Yes. As well. So I think I think you probably bought the con you bought the console for Halo, but you had opportunities to play all these other games as well. Yeah. It's not like it's not like say buying say Nintendo launched with like Mario, but then loads of rubbish third party like movie tying <laughs> games. You would only buy the console for Mario. What are you talking about? Game? Everyone <laughs> loved that Universal Park Studios hey, adventure game. I really enjoyed that game. I distinctly remember that being slammed in every magazine. I yep. Read. I enjoyed it because it was Universal. We'll say one other thing I do want to talk about with the Xbox. So obviously nowadays the ever since like the 360, like the Xbox controller is synonymous with being probably the best pad. But uh, oh boy, the original Xbox controller, oh, that was a fat boy. Yeah. With then extra buttons. <laughs> yeah, they, they yeah. figured that out after a year or two. But yeah, oh, at launch, that was... I, I, I'm not going to say hard to use, but it was awkward. Yeah. And this think, is coming off the GameCube pad. So I think mine got... I think the one I got had the S controller, the one with the black and white buttons down at the bottom next to the thumbstick. I can't remember how they changed it. I just remember playing. I just remember playing the launch. It's uh, yeah. I just remember playing the launch one and being like, ah. (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't. uh, I don't think I could play with that. It's just too big. Yeah. But again, I think it's. I think it kind of shows a bit. It's even got the S name in it. The Xbox controller S, Xbox One S, (laughs) Xbox No, Xbox Three Sixty S as well. That was there. No, it was slim, wasn't it? I think they just called it the S. Did they? Okay. Yeah, and then obviously. A year after it launched, Xbox Live came to Xbox, and we, yeah, all, we all know how that went. It's weird to think there was a time when Xbox didn't have Xbox yeah. Live. Yeah, I find it hard so to think even, about that. So, like, because I never owned an Xbox, how did Xbox Live even work on the original Xbox? Was it just per game, or did you have, like, the not the Blades, but an Xbox? Um, oh, I can't remember. You did have you, you did have a section for Xbox Live, I think, when you logged in. Right. But I don't know how it worked properly. Did you still um, have gamer tags or anything like that back then? Yeah, because I was revelating John. That was my gamer tag. <laughs> I didn't. I changed that when I got a 360. I like, in. have questions for off this podcast. Okay, well you can ask them after this podcast. Um, and I think the way I added friends was through Halo. That's how I added friends. Right. So I always remember. I always remember playing with a guy on my team who had Solid Snake in his gamer tag. I was like, I'm adding him as a friend, and he was still on my friends list when I think I got the Xbox One. Then I deleted him. Obviously. Oh, you monster. Yeah, but I think I think it was going back to the launch menu. I think it was a solid, a yeah, solid lineup. like better than I anticipated yeah. it being. Damn. Looking at like looking at the review scores of the games, apart from uh, that racing game, Mad Dash Racing, I think everything else reviewed really like sixty five, seventy above. Which I mean, for, damn, that rally game was apparently the best thing ever made. Yeah, um, I know. I couldn't believe that when I saw that. Um, so yeah, I think it was. I think if I had to. Did we give the we won a marks out of ten or did I give it a grade? I can't remember what we did. I vaguely recall we gave it a score. Yeah, I think I'd probably give this probably a, probably an eight. Six. I think. You give it a six, Laura. Yeah. I'm generally just not overly by it and effort, I'm gonna give it an eight in terms of I remember the console being expensive and that's the lineup and deducting break in. I'm saying if you're gonna break in and be the in town, go big quite strong. Yeah. I, just, I don't know if that's yeah. a I just a franchise survived from that. I just don't think they nailed it. I feel like you would be planning for years and for years. Do you know what I mean? So it just together. Yeah, that's fair. What would you give it, Caesar? 
Uh, I'm, I'm in agreement with you, Squiggy. I think this is actually a really strong lineup. Sure, there weren't franchises that endured, but you could say that about most, like outside of Mario, what really does endure. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd give it an eight. That's pretty impressive. I didn't think we would agree on that, but hey ho. I there didn't we go. think I was going to give it a. I think that's the highest score when I gave the Wii one. I wasn't expecting that. So, yeah, yeah, I think when, when I first pasted some of these games in, I was like, this is going to be rubbish, this. But then when you actually look at review scores and look at the mix of games that are there, it's actually yeah, a lot I'm better. Impressed. Yeah, I think on paper. If it only it hadn't bad, cost a million yeah. pounds, I might have bought one. Yeah. See, when I got mine, it wasn't that expensive. As they, I can imagine. The thing was, obviously, so when we were buying these, we would have been what, like in our early teenage years, I'm guessing, around that point. Yeah, when did even... it come out? 2001. So and yeah, I... like tween slash teenage years. So yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I had. I didn't really have the money to buy consoles at that point. I had to beg them for Christmas presents. And I picked one and I picked GameCube. So. Yeah, I can't remember how I got this one. I remember how I got my GameCube. That was a fun story. I can't remember. That's, that's, worrying. For time. that's for another <laughs> that's, time. That's for whenever we do GameCube launch menu. <laughs> yeah, that's for another time. I didn't get it on launch, the GameCube. But that's for... No, did I? But I mean, it's irrelevant where you got on launch. That's the yeah. story for that. When we that's do for that. another time. But anyway, that wraps up episode nine of the Lagging Behind podcast. Hope you've enjoyed what we've been talking about um it was a it was a nice little show i think we revisited a very old game we talked about a decent launch lineup yeah laura played more games than i thought she was going to play which was fun um so yep thank you for joining us please remember to subscribe on all popular podcasting services follow us on our socials i'm at jordy squires slazo is at slazo king s-l-a-z-o-k-i-n-g and laura is at i was waiting for you to spell that wrong there and you can find us at behind lagging And until next week, until two weeks' time, it has been our pleasure. Goodbye. See you for the Ori episode.